Well, Razorback fans, I know that some of you are pretty upset and pretty disappointed by the Razorback baseball news. And no, nobody got hurt. Don't worry. It's just a matter of who you're actually playing in a baseball game and permanent games in the SEC. So let's talk about it on today's Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I'm also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. Hope everybody's having a wonderful, wonderful Friday. As I know I didn't record a podcast yesterday, but we're going to have a bonus episode of recording on Saturday morning, dealing with the Arkansas and Auburn game, a crossover with Zach Blackerby of Locked On Auburn. But uh, I've been traveling. I'm actually in Fayetteville right now, uh, doing this podcast inside of my hotel room. So uh, yeah, it's been a cr- pretty crazy thing, and uh, I'm glad everybody can just bear with me on this. But I did want to record this. this is going to be a short podcast too, because uh, there's a lot of things that we got to work through. But uh, also uh, want to make sure that uh, get uh, the plenty of information as I'm going to be having to leave here very soon and once again. But it came out officially that Arkansas baseball. Now, you know, why are we talking baseball? It's football season. Basketball's underway. Why are we talking that? Well, it's because it was officially announced of who Arkansas and every SEC team will be playing permanently as far as the permanent opponents they have in the SEC baseball schedule moving forward. And I think everybody was kind of feeling like this was going to happen, especially because it expands to 16 teams. And so it's going to be like, okay, so who's going to get what? Well, it came out that Arkansas and each team got two, two permanent opponents that they'd be facing. And in this particular case, it was Ole Miss, okay, and Missouri. Okay. They announced it uh, all on Thursday, and they'll play, still continue to play 10 three-game conference series each year, and it'll be an alternating uh, series at home and away with the permanent opponents, and the other 13 teams will be faced on a, will be played on a regular or a rotating basis. So, I mean, it makes sense on that front. And Arkansas playing Ole Miss makes sense to me. But when Missouri was put on the schedule, I'll I'll admit my first reaction was just like rolling my eyes. Like just, all right, again, it's what you're just going to have to do. It's always going to have to be about playing Ole Miss. And, you know, I I hate to say it, but it's just like you just got to get used to it. Nobody wants to. I don't want to. But it's just the fact of the matter. You do it in football. That's your permanent opponent at the end of the season. And basketball doesn't matter really as much, but uh, it's still something to where, you know, you have the three, I guess, right now, permanent opponents each and every year. And right now it's LSU and AM and Missouri for Arkansas. I still think that's going to change once Texas and Oklahoma join. They haven't announced what that schedule is going to look like just yet, which I'm kind of surprised by. But still, it's like you get Missouri. And a lot of people really took issue with this, got mad about it, frustrated about it, said this was dumb, this was annoying, this was frustrating, all all that stuff. And so I kind of looked at it as, yeah, I get it. We Nobody wants to play Missouri. Nobody wants to have a permanent opponent against Missouri. No one likes Missouri. No one wants Missouri. It's fine. But the thing is, is that when it comes to the proximity of everything and kind of where it stands, that's really what they're going to go with. Because let's be honest. You're not going to get always the high-quality opponents, even if you're a high-quality baseball team like Arkansas is, 
you're not going to get those high-quality opponents just the way that you want them every single time because there are other teams in the conference that have to be accounted for, and also you don't want to come off as showing any sort of favoritism towards any particular teams. You know, they they may do that in football, but in basketball and baseball, there's really no favoritism because basketball, you play everybody in the conference anyways, at least once. And in baseball, you play 10 SEC series. And so up until this year or this upcoming year when or next season, 2025, up until then, it's like you were pretty much playing every team in the conference because you would have 10 conference games and you take yourself out of it. So you were playing 10 of the 13 possible opponents that you could be playing. And it, and it made sense. And so now it's just changing. But it's like you look at some of the bigger matchups and what the other teams got in the conference. Like, for instance, Texas A&M got the toughest draw. And do you think that's because they got Texas and LSU? Biggest teams in the in the league, probably. Biggest brands. Do you think they did that because they're showing favoritism towards Texas A&M? Do you think they did that because, you know, it's like, you know what, Texas A&M baseball is really good. We want it to be. We're going to give them the best. No. No. They didn't do that at all. Vanderbilt, who's considered to be one of the creme de la creme teams in the conference, they got Tennessee and Kentucky. Tennessee and Kentucky. They show any favoritism there? I don't think so. LSU got Mississippi State and Texas A&M. Is that favoritism towards LSU? Florida, another great pro- program. What they get? They got Georgia and South Carolina. Is that favoritism? No. Point is, is that like you just you're not going to get the teams that you always want. And I look at it in a different light too, where I say, hey. You got a team in Missouri that, honestly, you will beat almost all the time. If there was a Vanderbilt version of SEC baseball, like SEC football is, Missouri is it. They don't care about baseball. They don't fund baseball. They don't like baseball. They don't give a rip about baseball. In fact, I saw something that, like, the attendance numbers when Arkansas was there, like, this past year or the year before, I think, it was like not, like one, one game they got over 1,000 people. Like, they just don't care. So I look at it as, hey, it should be an easy series win each and every year. So it should be. I'm not saying it will be every year, but it should be. And I'll take that over having to play an additional tough team. And let's be honest, too. You're going to have eight different series to play each and every year. So it's not like you're going to have to wait forever to play some high-quality teams. You're like, oh, we wanted Texas and we wanted LSU. Well, odds are you're still going to play them. Same year. Same years. And you're going to play them often. And that's okay. So listen, I'm the first one to always get a little triggered anytime Missouri starts coming around and starts saying, oh, we're this, we're that. I'm, I'm one of the first ones to stand up and be like, you guys are dumb. But this is not something that I feel like we need to do. You know, I don't think that we need to get to that po- uh, pro- approach. So anyways, just wanted to start that on. Uh, we'll talk about some of the Razorback uh, basketball signing day news here in just a segment, folks. We spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits, and I'm thankful for the connection that we have. And today, I want our chat to be a little bit more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply of ED medications. You realize what that means? Bring on extended travel, bring on the next natural disaster, or supply chain issue, you are covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics of Cialis or Viagra, and this is possible because of our friends over at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply of your daily medication. And remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had to say this about Jace. I am thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to put cut pills in half and to have it. 
I ordered most of my daily meds with a year's supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit. Feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. So if you or someone you love need that peace of mind by having a year's supply of daily meds, go to jacemedical.com. That's jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, next segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit more about Razorback basketball as they had a big signing day yesterday. And uh, we're able to get two big-time players, and we'll start with uh, the consensus four-star of Jalen Shelley. Now, these aren't commitments. These are signees. These are guys that actually fully signed with the Razorbacks. And Jalen Shelley, 6'9", 185 pounds out of Link Academy in Branson, which, for those of you who remember, uh, that's got a lot of connections to that particular school in Branson, Missouri. Uh, he chose Arkansas over Ohio State, Texas, LSU, Houston, Colorado, Louisville, Marquette, Texas A&M, Iowa, Oklahoma State, Tennessee, among other programs. And he's actually the 14th four-star prospect, or better to sign with Eric Musselman, and his staff since arriving in Fayetteville. Uh, he's, he's a big-time player, and to be six foot nine, we always know length is important, uh, but he averaged 18.3 points per game as well as 6.2 rebounds and three-and-a-half assists for a junior, uh, as a junior when he was playing down there in Texas. And he's the uh, number 10 small forward in the nation, according to On3.com's general rating. So that's a, that's a big-time get. It's a big-time get for the Razorbacks and another big-time get for Eric Musselman, so, again, it's not, not really surprising to see that. And the other one was another great player, Isaiah Elohim. I think it's how you say Elohim. Elohim. I'm going to get it sometime. I'm terrible with names, as you guys know. But uh, they added him out of the recruiting class, and he was a four-star player. And he's six foot five, 205 pounds, out of Sierra Canyon in California. Now, he committed to Arkansas. Over offers from Kansas, Villanova, Southern Cal, Providence, Kentucky, Louisville, Texas, Oregon, UCLA, Washington, and several other programs. He was, so he averaged 15 points, five rebounds, and three assists as a junior. And he's the number 10 shooting guard in the country, as well as the number 41 prospect in the nation. He's a number five recruit in the state of California. Now, here's what's interesting about him. He was rated a five-star recruit and the number two overall prospect in the nation and the number two small forward going into his junior season. But a knee injury limited him and his stock. So you're talking about a guy that, if it wasn't for an injury, Arkansas would have just signed the number two overall prospect in the nation. The nation. Bonafide five-star. But because of an injury, it held him back. So, you know, what does that mean? Does that mean that he's just a four-star? Does it mean he's a five-star? I don't necessarily know where he ranks, but I will say it kind of gives a vibe of if you guys remember Nile Davis. You know, Nile Davis as a uh, 
player for Arkansas running back, he kind of went through something similar where he had an injury. And I think it was after his, it was either his junior year or senior year, but either way, a lot of people felt like he was going to be a five-star running back. And when he got that injury, he ended up dropping only down to a four-star running back, but people kind of backed off of him because of that injury or because of whatever reason. And we saw how good he ended up being when he was healthy. He did have to deal with injuries a lot as a Razorback, but still uh, a really good player overall. And I think that you're probably going to see something similar when it comes to Elohim, because I feel like he's a big time player that just because of the injury, it bopped him down a little bit. He will be great. He will be fine. It will be solid, but uh, we're just going to have to see him action, but it's still some really good signings. And we know that Eric Musselman is always going to get that transfer portal going. So we won't have to worry about that, but still some really big gets for the Arkansas Razorback basketball team. And can't wait to see uh, what these guys end up once they get there on campus. Uh, and we'll talk about uh, some actual basketball. There's Arkansas will be playing a game tonight. Here in just a second, but folks, I got to tell you about Prize Picks. It's the largest daily fantasy sports platform in all of North America. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. And it's just you against the numbers. So instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more or less on two to six player stat projections, and you can watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the most fun that I've had up to winning 25 times my money this football season. And now I can also play during the basketball season, too. All you got to do is select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. And they also have been having some really great deals, like, for instance, the reboot policy, but so that your entries can stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, you have to have, if you have a player that ends up exiting the game in the first half and does not return in the second half, that player is rebooted. And Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an insurance policy so you got to check them out today it's the greatest thing you'll ever do and you won't be disappointed and you'll have a lot of fun while making a lot of money so go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use promo code locked on college for a first deposit match up to 100 again go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college use promo code locked on college for a first deposit match up to 100 it is prize picks the daily fantasy sports made easy you are locked on razorbacks your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, Arkansas is going to be facing off against Gardner-Webb uh, in Fayetteville at Bud Walton Arena, which I'm I'm, not, I'm laughing about it, not because of like I'm not taking the opponent seriously, because I always do, but I'm laughing about it because of just knowing how Eric Musselman handles games like this and knowing that he's still going to make sure he has his team's attention and pushing them to a, a whole new level. Like it, it just, it cracks me up how he's, he's able to do that. And this is going to be a game that he's going to be pushing his team to, uh, to a whole new level. And be like, listen, it, they've played Gardner Webb a few times, which is actually Arkansas two and O against him. I thought that they had played each other a lot more, but uh, they most recently came in 80, an 86 to 69 victory for the Razorbacks back in the 2021-2022 season. And Arkansas has also won 35 consecutive non-conference games at home since Eric Musselman has taken over. And Arkansas is 61-9 at Bud Walton Arena since Eric Musselman has been there. 61-9. and So that's pretty incredible. So, you know, there's nothing too specific about this game as far as like, oh, like who's what, what's going to break down and all of that. It's just a matter of continuing to grow. Can this team continue to grow? Can he continue to get better? Can they continue to showcase that they got athletes, they got dudes, they got everybody that they possibly need. Can they do that? 
I think they will. And something that I want to continue to see is what the, the, or we're going to be interested to see is the rotations. Like, how is it going to be with Eric Musselman, with all these players? Are you going to see more of one player and the other compared to what we saw in the first game against Alcorn State? Is it going to you know switch up with the guard play? Is it going to go with more of the bigs? Like, how is he going to keep handling this? And what's it going to look like? That's what I'm going to be fascinated about. But I think Arkansas will win this game and win it going away. And honestly, like, I can't wait to see it. I'll be there in person. So come and say what's up if you see me around. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. And honestly, like, I, I kind of want to see the offense continue to hit the three ball, which I know is, like, of course, yeah, duh, everybody wants to see that. But I'm talking about from the perspective of Arkansas did pretty good in their first game. They did pretty good against Purdue. But continue to show that consistency. Continue to show that you can shoot the three ball very effectively. And also continue to get the rebounds. The rebounds are going to be vital. Those are going to be crucial. I want to see them to continue to get better at that as well. But it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great weekend. And again, we'll have a breakdown of Arkansas and Auburn in a crossover podcast tomorrow. So don't be, uh, don't be alarmed because uh, we're going to have some fun. And it's going to be uh, me and Zach, which is always a good time too. But appreciate everybody listening in to Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter, Buzz John Neighbors, for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody.